Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome into this Saturday episode of Flippin' Bats. It is Saturday with Smoltz. It is also day one of the division series in the National League and the American League. We got a bunch of games today, but pumped to have John Smoltz on. We're going to talk a little bit about what we saw from the Wild Card Series, the Phillies, how dangerous they are, how they're going to play the Braves, the Rays, and the Rays way. Is it capable of winning a championship? This is something I talked about the other day. Uh, on the show, but something that I really have been thinking a lot about of this formula that the Rays have. And really going back to Moneyball when it started in 2002 with the A's, the formula can win over 162. That's proven. But I don't feel like it's able to win in the in the playoffs and, and win a championship, which is the ultimate goal. And uh, I think the Rays just continue to prove that this year. But going to ask John Smoltz about that as well and what he thinks. And of course, Jose Barrio getting pulled after three innings, 47 pitches, was dominant out there on the mound for the Blue Jays, but ends up getting taken out against his former team. And uh, yeah, they didn't end up winning that game. It backfired the decision, give up a run there. I know they didn't score, but still, it's a, it's a decision to be made. So talking to John about the, the difference between analytics and using analytics to your advantage and just having some feel as a manager. And uh, I feel like a lot of times that's lacking, so uh, excited to talk to him about that. And it turns out to be a really good conversation as well. And of course, he's there in Baltimore uh, to call the series between the Orioles and the Rangers, so asking him to preview that as well. So this one's going to be a lot of fun Saturday with Smoltz. Without further ado, let's welcome in the Hall of Famer now, John Smoltz. Five ball onto the track. At the wall. It's gone. Home run. Turns on a ball. Deep right field and gone. What a game. What a moment. All right, and I'm pumped to welcome him in now as I do every single week. But it's playoff time now. John, how are we doing? It's the best time of the, of the year. Doing great. Can't wait to get it started and uh, follow the one team at the end of the year that's going to win it all. Absolutely. Uh, we just saw the wild card series wrap up. Uh, four of those, they all ended in a sweep. I uh, want to talk about the Phillies first. Are, are the Phillies, in your opinion, the most dangerous team that is coming out of that wild card round? Yeah, by far. Uh, they have every facet of the game, not maybe always clicking at the same time, but they got it covered. They got a bullpen that's dynamic, an offense second score. They've got the pitching and the starting rotation. The front three are pretty darn good. So they have every every box checked. Now, like they did last year, if they all get hot, then you're going to see them make a long run again. But they're the most dangerous team by far. Uh, last year's experience will help a lot. Would it shock you at all? I, I know Braves are the one seed, uh, consensus best team in baseball heading into the playoffs, but – it wouldn't shock me if the Phillies find a way to do it again and, and beat the Braves. I, I don't think that'll happen. It's not my prediction to happen, but I wouldn't be surprised if it does happen. I do believe they're that good. Yeah, 
Yeah, this this is not that big of a mismatch. Um, on paper, it might look that way because the Braves did have a historic year. It's not the matchup you want to face this team particularly, but the Braves have to remember where their leverage and where their pressure they can put on other teams. And right now, we've talked about this before, the week off is going to be the, the, the one thing everybody talks about. Uh, if the Braves... If the Braves flex their muscles offensively, they're going to be tough to beat, and it starts with Acuna. But they have some question marks in their starting rotation, and that's really going to be kind of the storyline. If they don't move on, it's because they did not have the starting pitchers in and lined up in a way and, and, and obviously hitting on all cylinders. Yeah, another one of those wild card series teams I want to talk about, the Rays. Rangers end up beating them quite handily. Rays are heading home after a good year. Didn't end up winning the AL East, but not be, just because of how good the Orioles were. Look, I, I, I want to talk about the, the Rays for a second. And it almost, the Rays way, if you will, is analytics, not spending a ton of money on, on players or, or not having a high payroll. And analytically, just doing things differently and, and better than a lot of other organizations. But when I step back, my, I can't help but think that works in the regular season. But when you get to the postseason, when when has the money ball, analytics ball, when has it worked? It didn't work for the A's. They didn't win a World Series. It's not working for the Rays. They can't win a championship. Do you think the Rays way, low payroll, high analytics, is is capable of winning a championship? Well, I'll say this. There's been a lot of teams and a lot of people hoping that it would have worked 10 years ago so it could become a model. Everyone has everyone has gone after that model. Since Moneyball to now, everyone has tried to prove why they have a 2% better chance of winning than the next team. And in 162 games, there are certain things that are hard to argue. The Rays have been the outlier in 162 games. They have proven that they can take whatever they seek or go after – and win where it shows up and it has always shown up in this way. This is not a statement of anti-analytics. This is just truth and facts. I mean, it is a different time in the postseason. You can't just stick anybody in there and you can't go on those models that work for 162. When I look and I kind of laugh because people think I'm old school and I'm stuck in the 19, I'm not. I love innovation. I love change. I love different way of thinking. But the one thing that takes a back seat to all of this is eyes, feel, touch, managers. Those are all important components to win in the postseason. You do not have the scope of 162 in your favor for three out of five. You just don't. And there are measurable things that you can't measure at this time of the year. You know what works? A starter that goes seven innings, the high probability of winning is through the roof. If you got offensively to put the ball in play, it, it, it goes through the roof. There are certain things that in the postseason matter. We've tried to discount them as an industry, and they show up every single time at this time of the year. Absolutely, and I think that leads well into the next thing I wanted to ask you about, which is Jose Barrios the other day getting taken out of the game three scoreless innings, threw 47 pitches, was looking really good out on the mound. And in the regular season, he's continuing to go out there for probably at least double the innings. But instead, John Schneider goes out there, whether it was his decision or not, I don't know. Uh, I know a lot of these decisions come from the front office, but 
I mean, John, how do we handle this analytics movement, but analytics versus having some feel? I just feel like sometimes when the playoffs start, the panic button gets pushed, and next thing you know, it's all analytics. It's what the numbers say, and then you lose the confidence of your players. You lose the confidence of, of the fans, and it just seems like all hell breaks loose when you get to the playoffs. Well, uh, certain managers don't get fired if they follow their directions. And most of the times, those teams don't go on to win. And I've seen it. I've been doing now. It's my ninth postseason. And what I see in my experience of playing and, and, and having this thing uh, right before me, it, it's pretty obvious that it has a trickle-down effect on your ball club. You know what people aren't going to tell you? What did the eight or nine guys on that field think when their best pitcher for the moment was taken out of the game? Yep. Yeah, they didn't score. But you're talking about human emotions that when certain things go bad or a certain pitcher is not doing well, the offense suffers because they think, oh, we got to score seven or eight runs. I guarantee you there was confusion. There was like, what are we doing? Yes, the Toronto Blue Jays did not score. But there is a contributing factor sometimes that people don't understand. When the other team sees that guy come out, that's a bonus for them. And when your team gets a little deflated because your guy comes out, that doesn't work well. So I, I know they've been trying to stratomatic baseball to the World Series for years now. It really doesn't work. And so the teams that are doing this are following the directions typically of their management and you don't get fired if you do that. And, and that's just being honest. So I've done World Series where one team deviated and the other team didn't. didn't. The one that deviated from the traditional things won a World Series. The other teams didn't. And it's just going to be a narrative going on until we find a better balance in how these things get uh, constructed because they are two different total uh, scenarios. Yeah, I think the most prominent example would be Blake Snell in the World Series for the Rays and uh, against the Dodgers and, you know, on a little bit lesser of a scale because it was the wild card series, this. But I, I think you nailed it in terms of when you have – you could see it in the dugout when Barrios came off the field. Yeah. You know, like the guys in the dugout were kind of like, hey, man, gr great job. And I, I don't know why organizations aren't able to understand that there's a real human element to this that's – more important, I do think there's a place in baseball for numbers. I really do. But I think organizations forget the human element here and how much just feel. You know, like sometimes people are are bound to have a moment, right? Like Jose Barrios, maybe yeah. that was bound to be his moment and he was bound to, you know, go throw a complete game. Like sometimes your adrenaline just takes over and you turn into this superhuman postseason performance but it feels like numbers aren't allowing us to get that sometimes. And I, I struggle with why front offices just throw everything at the numbers they see instead of realizing that these athletes sometimes are just able to take over a game by themselves. And I think sometimes we're missing out on postseason moments because these numbers on a piece of paper tell somebody at 1 a.m. that this is the move that should be made no matter what happens in the game. Yeah, uh, trust me, on paper, these things look great. They really do. When you yeah. articulate the numbers and spit them out, they look great on paper. And if it was totally played on paper, I'm sure this thing would work. Here's what I've been saying for years. There's 25 heartbeats in, a, in 26 in a locker room. 
They don't know how to measure. Analytics can't measure the nervousness, the anxiety, the guy who's more aggressive, the guy who's more passive, the slow heartbeat, the fast heartbeat. That has to be a contributing factor. You find out a lot about teams and players when we get to this time of the year. And then my favorite, analytical, um, there's no such thing as clutch, I've heard. It's a random act (laughs) that gets reproduced. So there's a bevy of things that are good and a bevy of things that you could just throw away when it comes to the postseason. And I think of the teams that balance it and have a manager to trust and let him, like a Dusty Baker, even A.J. Hinch back in the day, there are people that veered away from the analytical way and it won them championships. So um, we're going to find out, and and I think the storylines are going to be consistent in this year's postseason. The team that gets the best pitching and hitting usually goes on, and the team that trusts that guy on the mound to have that moment to be that stud, to get paid for what he does, those are moments and those are trends that usually work out in the favor of the clubs. Yep, and you know what else analytics can't put a finger on exactly is how many times you say Kikuchi has had to come in a game in relief in the fourth inning in his career and something that he's not comfortable doing. Numbers don't tell you that. It just tells you the pitcher he is and who he can get out and how well he does that. But there's a lot of things that's missing that we just overlook for the sake of numbers. John, you're in Baltimore for this series, the Orioles against the Rangers. Uh, talk to me about this series real quick and what you're excited for and, and looking forward to with these two teams. Well, these are two teams that have been through a hundred plus losses not too long ago. They've uh, they've struggled in the past and now are reaping the benefits of two totally different ways to put together a, a club. Baltimore through the draft and not missing on a lot of position players. Texas has spent a ton of money. Both have great offenses. But one's going in the other direction in the last seven to eight days. Baltimore's got to refine their vibe a little bit. They went they went quiet when they and they did clinch the second best record, so that's good. I just love their grit. You know, you talk about analytics not being able to talk about a clubhouse. They cannot describe what the clubhouse that, that Baltimore has. Whereas in Bruce Bochy, they have an offense that's explosive or dormant. There's been two totally different offenses, and it's strange because you can't explain it. They lead the world in every offensive category, but then they went they went absolutely quiet at the wrong time against Seattle. Had to they went from winning a division to having to fly to Tampa and give them credit. They seem to bounce back. They have been dead about twelve different times during the year, <laughs> and they bounce back and go on these liver runs. So that's the management, the the confident in in Bruce Bochy. This is going to be. A very, very great series. I wish it was best of seven, uh, but it's going to be best of five. And obviously, game one's very important. Yeah. John, enjoy it, my friend. Thank you so much, as always. I look forward to the next time. All right, man. See ya. All right, that does it for this Saturday with Smoltz episode. Enjoy all the games today, everyone. There is a lot. The division series are getting underway. This conversation was awesome, and I, I completely agree with the analytics conversation versus having some feel. I really do believe there is a place in this game for analytics wholeheartedly, but sometimes, and it really shows itself in the playoffs, I think managers and front offices use analytics as a crutch to make the right decision and just be able to point to what the numbers say instead of just using feel and then getting questioned about the numbers later. They'd rather lose on the side of airing with the numbers and and, and a lot of times it ends up backfiring And I really, really think we need to get more back to just allowing a manager in the dugout to have a feel for the situation. So 
I wanted to thank John again for joining me. Thank you all for listening. Enjoy the day. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever. We're also on all social media, including YouTube, where you can watch every single thing we do at Flippin' Bad Pod. So that does it. Uh, Nightly shows throughout the Division Series, most nights, uh, including Saturday night. We will be live after the final out of the final game. So make sure you tune in. Until then, my friends, peace.